and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. This is Lisa Ann Jael hyphen Trinity. <laughs> listen, y'all, I know I'm, listen, I'm not always switching up my name, but you know, I, I, on, uh, at one time on Facebook, I kind of gave the breakdown of my name and what it means, and if you're a Christian, you know, you know, and, um, I, I, I no longer use my former name, Lisa Ann McQueen. I don't use that name anymore. And I am now Lisa Ann Jael Trinity. And uh, if you're if you're a Christian, you know that my name is 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 listen, it's a nice name, man. It's a nice name. So um you should always know what your name means. It's very important. And I, I won't get into that, that's a sermon. But in the Bible Whenever God did a name change, it was significant to their calling, to their purpose, to their character, and um, they always lived up to it. So if you're wondering about your behavior or misbehavior or your decision making, check your name. (laughs) You know, check your name. If you've been wondering why you do the things you do, check your name. So, uh, listen, this is a beautiful day, and I'm not going to get church, but listen, it's a beautiful day, because in church they say, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made, and that's scripture, but you know, you know, I'm not churchy, I I, I like to be cool, you know, I'm cool. (laughs) I am a mother, too, I am a mother, I am... A mother of, of two beautiful children. And, um, you know, you have your moments with your boys. You know, the boys will be boys. And the girls can be sassy, but but they're yours. And I have two beautiful kids and three grandchildren. Shout out to all my kids, my son-in-law. And uh, I, I hope you all are having a beautiful day. Listen, it's only 10... See, I'm an early riser for so for me it's ten it's ten nineteen a.m. right now in New York, and uh, I'm an early riser, so I've been up for like six hours already. But um, for those who are just getting up, I hope you enjoy your day. And it would be a disservice not to kind of spiritually expound or something on this holiday. Now, I, 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 I don't want to sound like everybody else, every other preacher, so I won't. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Mothers, 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 mothers. You may hear my granddaughter in the background. She's visiting us this, this week. So, listen. Uh, mothers, what can I say about mothers? They are... 
a gift. And according to Proverbs 31, when God denotes what the perfect woman is, and mind you, you're not perfect, but you, you are being perfected every day as a mother, as a wife, even as a daughter, as an aunt, as a sister, as a woman. In Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31, it is, oh, my son just as loud as he want to be. Caleb, I'm, I'm recording. So, hi, hi, you need me? You need me? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So, So in Proverbs 31, it's a beautiful scripture, it's a wonderful text. It is God's blueprint for the perfect wife and perfect mother. He's not implying that he expects you to be perfect, but he is the God that can yet perfect you every day. Through your Christian walk, in your Christian walk, as mother, wife, daughter, Sister, aunt, cousin, employee, <laughs> all your roles. <laughs> now, I wrote a book. It's a beautiful book. It's, it's, and I hope I, said, I say my title in the right order. It's The Wife, The Mother, The Hero. Was it The Mother, The Wife, The Hero? The, hold on. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. I got to open up my book. My, my copy of my book. This is so embarrassing. Okay, where's my book stuff? It's called, hold on. It's called, hold on. <laughs> okay, it's called Proverbs 31 Woman. A wife, a mother, a hero. I write a lot. I write a lot. I write a lot, y'all. So excuse me. I do. I write a lot. Okay. So listen. It's called a wife, a mother, a hero. Written by L. A. J. Trinity. It's an ebook, and it can be found on my website, my publishing website, L. A. J. Trinity. Square. Site. And um, it's a. I have other materials there, but it's a beautiful read. I break down Proverbs thirty-one scripture by scripture it's a book for everyone it's a book for matter of fact i'm going to read the an excerpt from it hold on a moment oh i want to i i this book is for everyone okay so the book my book is for everyone the proverbs 31 woman a wife a mother a hero written by ella j trinity Solomon's in-depth look into God's blueprint. A book for the single woman who desires marriage. A book for the married woman who wants to unlock more out of life, relationships, and God. A book for the man of God seeking this woman or for the man who has this woman already and would simply like to know more about her. It is also a book for the businesswoman, I get into business as well. I talk about that a lot in the book. So this book is for everyone, 
for young and old alike, whether you're in a relationship, whether you want to get married, whether you're not, whether you don't want to get married, but you want to know more about the people that you love in your life. This is a good book. And um, it's available on that site. Or if you email me and pay through Linktree, I, I will upload the ebook. But um, it's a beautiful book. Uh, for your donation, you uh, receive a beautiful, this beautiful gift. And um, the proceeds goes towards my mentorship program as well as my companion services where the demographics are between eight years of age and 80 years of old uh, years old. Uh, so these are these are the clients and the beautiful people that I help through my various programs um, under the umbrella of my corporation. Uh, LJ Ventures Corp. And I now that I did that plug, which I I never do plugs. I I, <laughs> I don't. But listen, it's a it's it's so, it's such a good read. I worked very hard in the book. I it it it, it, it I it took. I mean, when I tell you I worked hard, honey, <laughs> I worked hard for that book. So I encourage you to purchase the ebook. All my materials are ebooks. Um, I, I do all my own formatting, editing. I am IT. I am software. I, I'm corporate, so I have a lot of training in this area. And no one, you know, if I, I, I wouldn't, I would have to go over it anyway if I gave it to someone to do. I just don't trust people with my stuff like that. I, I micromanage my material and, and my projects. And, um, I, it's, it's beautifully formatted. It, I, all my eBooks are beautifully formatted with color and, and graphics and it's, it's a, they get deep, they get funny, they get sexy. Honey, I'm, I'm selling my stuff here. I'm, oh, that didn't come out right. <laughs> I said I'm selling my stuff. I bet, you know, I'm really selling my projects here. So, my eBooks are great. There, you won't regret uh, your donation and, and receiving this gift. Now, in, <laughs> now getting back to our regular scheduled uh, conversation here that you'll be listening to shortly because I'm going to upload this today. <laughs> Hold on, let me get back to my... Oh, I closed out. I have to go back. Okay. So, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. As creator, this is Psalm 139, excuse me, verses 13 through 14, New King James Version. For you formed my inward parts as creator, as creator, he formed you, your inward parts. What are inward parts? What is, is this an analogy? Is, is this really, is he just talking, now he's not talking about your heart. Because in, in, in an analogy sense or in, in a spiritual sense, because your heart condition is really predicated upon you. 
and and what you pour into yourself and and is 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 based upon your character that's really up to you but your inward parts he's a genius he's ingenious guy if you're a doctor, if you're in the medical field, do you, I don't understand some professions are just not at all whenever they go into work. Just in so how the body works. Everything from processing, breaking down food to the formation of your organs to, I mean, to, to from a seed. And, and then you, you grow into someone beautiful like, uh, who could I say that I have a crush on? <laughs> You know, you got to read my some of my posts. They know who they are. And you've grown to these beautiful people. Gorgeous, hot, wonderful, you know, people. <laughs> but seriously, it's amazing. It is miraculous. And as creator, he formed your inward parts. Everything about you is miraculous. Everything about you is miraculous. There was a time where, you, as a Christian, I've heard people say, you know, in church, if you look at the person next to you, this is a miracle. They're miracles. They're walking, breathing miracles. So he formed your inward parts. And because he formed your inward parts, you can entrust your temple to God. See, we were brought with a price. We were bought with a price. See, bought and brought is different. Brought is to bring, bought is to buy. So we were both brought and bought with a price. And when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, which covers mistakes and human error, it denoted, directly said, I now own your temple. He created your body, your inward parts, and thus you can entrust your temple to him. It is our reasonable service, the Bible says. Now, your temple is very, very important. It's a totally different sermon, and I won't go I won't park here. But the Bible also says in the New Testament, if you destroy your temple, God says, I will then destroy you. Paraphrase. It's in there. You should read it. So God takes how we treat our temples very, very seriously. And you have women aborting life. You have women destroying temples. That belongs to God. Capital G. So this is a very serious offense. For you formed my inward parts. That belong to you. You covered me in my mother's womb. God covers us while we are yet. In our mother's womb. Now. 
in God's foreknowledge, because he knows all, he knew your name before your mother gave it to you. He, he knows what you're going to say before you say it. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. He covers you while you are yet in your mother's womb. Attached to every child that is yet to be born is a purpose. That purpose is directly affecting the world. Because that the Bible says in Psalms 127, 128, that the children, the children are a blessing and that they are born so that we may then in turn raise them to give back to the rest of the world. You covered me in my mother's womb so that I can grow up to become purposeful and create legacy. Establish a beautiful honor for my lineage and for my family and for those coming and for those generations coming up behind me. You covered me in my mother's womb. Now, why are some why are some children born deformed? Why are some children um, suffer retardation. Why some born autistic? I can explain. I can explain. But not in this particular podcast. I will do another podcast dedicated just to that question. But in all things, we must trust God. And know that he does not make mistakes. But people do. And that sickness does not come from God. It comes from Satan. And with that being said, I will continue with the second half of the scripture. And it reads, I will praise you. Capital Y on you. There is a difference between praise and worship. Both are very crucial and imperative and important to the growth of a Christian and to the relationship between you and God, capital G. I will praise you. I will praise you. This is a declaration, a proclamation stating that you will praise him. Regardless of what happens around you. You see, praise and worship is not based on what happens around you. Someone put it that happiness, happiness is based on what happens. You understand? Happiness is based on what happens. So therefore, you do not want to chase after happiness in life. Because in doing so, it is a truth. Because truth changes in real time. So therefore, whenever your happiness is infected or affected or the like, it changes your demeanor and your posture, your attitude. If things are crazy, you are, you are crazy. So therefore, you do not want to chase after happiness. You want to chase after God who then in turn provides joy which is constant. See, joy is constant. Happiness is not. So therefore, praise and worship is based 
around the joy of your of of of, of the Lord, who is your strength. That's also scripture. Because when your life it's pleasing to God. He then blesses you. So then the joy of the Lord is your strength. It directly affects what he then does for you going forward. Or what he has already done for you. Or what he continues to do for you in your life. I will praise you. Regardless of the circumstances. I will praise you. I will praise you. So, in going back to my previous statement about praise and worship, just real briefly, this is a sidebar. Praise and service. When you, and let me just, this is my sidebar. When I go to certain churches, it annoys me sometimes. It annoys me that the musical introductions to the service are just all over the place. There is a format that there is a format that should coincide with inviting the presence of God. Now in my ministry, now I go into a venue next year. So um I, I'm I'm in the process of, of, of setting you know, doing the paperwork and, and, and officializing it. But CIC Ministries, that is my ministry, is Christian Inspirational Congregation. CIC Ministries, you know, in, in my services, there is a form, there's a, there is a, a very specific way in which I usher in the presence of God. Now, praise and worship is very it's a big deal and preparing people to receive or become receptive to the word of God that will then come forth in a sermon or sermonette by the senior pastor or by the minister that day if in fact praise and worship that introduces or ushers in the Holy Spirit or the presence of God is not right you then taint the atmosphere and, and the person in the seat cannot be receptive to what is coming forth because he is not there. God did not show up because the service was a mess. So praise and worship. In a service first, you should always open up in prayer. You must set the atmosphere and you must ward off the enemy who wants to distract the service and prevent people from being fed that day for the week so that they can go home and be stronger people. So service should always open up in prayer. Then you have praise and worship. Forget about the announcements. That, that distracts, that, that just throws off the formation. Forget about people giving you money. Save that to the end. Because it, it, it ruins the flow. People, want, people come to, to service, to a, to, to, to a venue, to, to four walls within a church. To, to, an, to an organized, faith-oriented establishment because they're hungry to be fed. They're hungry for wisdom. They're hungry for righteousness. They want to get to know God better. They want the social interaction. 
They're tired of being stuck home during the pandemic. They want to come in and, and socialize and, 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 and support one another. They want to listen to what God has to say so that they may then in turn go home and feed their children and their spouses and their co-workers and, be, and contribute as better asses to the rest of the world. Excuse me, I have to drink some tea. Sorry. So, your formatting within a service is imperative that it is done in decency and in order. And you have some churches that are just a hot mess. So, you have. The prayer, and then you, and then you have praise and worship. Now, let me tell you something. I've been to churches where I am amped and I am hyped. I, 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 I'm in a, I am praise mode. I want to go in and praise God. And what is the difference between praise and worship? That's a good question. Personally for Lisa, can I just talk about Lisa? Let me bring it down a notch because I think I'm yelling into my 1999 Amazon speakers and I don't want to blow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, God is going to bless me with um, the resources to, to get a mic eventually. But um, Listen. Me personally, when I come to a service, the last thing I want, I, I, listen, it's, for me, I like catching the anointing in the morning. I want to hear what God says first thing, a.m. I, I, I don't, I don't want to walk into a service where you're singing and I, I love hymns. I, I love ballads, but listen, I need something. I, listen. Now, I know everybody's not into rap music, but can I just have a little, an upbeat song? Because I, 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 I want, I want to praise God. When I come into service, I want to praise God. I, I personally, for Lisa, I, I don't want to listen to funeral music or a slow hymn, a ballad that's going to put me back to sleep as it is already 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. I want to come into church for a party and and then, you know, right before you give your benediction, right before you give the sermonette, you know, and then introduce a, a you know, a little a, a little slow hymn, a little a little slow song that's going to usher in uh you know the mood. You know, you have your little background music and and, and you know, and 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 there are Levites called to the ministry, seeing soldiers that usher in the presence of God and set your spirit up, set your soul up, set your attitude, make it ready to be receptive to what thus hath, what to what thus saith the Lord, to so that you are prepared to eat well. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, you know, some it's just so there should be prayer then praise, and then worship, and then the word of God brought forth. When you worship, which is a time for reverence, you are thanking God, you are coming to him in gratitude. 
And there's a time for praise where you are admonishing God, where you're giving him his props. Okay, so there's there is there is a time for praise and there's a time for worship. And we should be willing to do so, regardless of the circumstances around us. So I will praise you. <coughs> Excuse me, I need to sip another tea. Some tea. Hold on. I don't know what kind of podcast this is going to be. I got my grand, my granddaughter in the background, my son talking. I, I'm up here. My, my throat is dry and I'm drinking tea and <laughs> I'm getting a little excited. Hold on. <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. That my soul knows very well. The word fearfully, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, is not implying that God is afraid <laughs> or that he's scared. For I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. When you fear God, it, it is a form of reverence. It's not... And we should ha we should be a little scared of God because God is a God of love, but He is also a God of wrath, according to the Bible. But fearfully and wonderfully made, fear when we fear God, it is a form of reverence. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am made to reverence you, God. And in so doing, I am wonderfully made because you are creator and do all things well. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. God loves you. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. Marvelous are your works. God is always working on you. God is always working on your behalf. As long as you are in right standing with God. To be in right standing with God is to exhibit righteousness. Or to be righteous and to walk upright towards him. Because in a, according to the Bible and in the book of Isaiah... It says that because of your iniquities is that it's causing me to be far from you. God is saying he doesn't hear us in his prayer. But when we do our best and we walk upright before him. He then can honor our faithfulness. Because he honors faithfulness. But he doesn't bless men. So marvelous are your works. The, the things he does for us. He does things perfectly and well. And he's always coordinating and he's always steps and steps and steps ahead of us. And it's foreknowledge. He knows what you need before you ask. And it is our prayers that activate that which he does for us. Because somebody once asked me, well, if he knows what I'm going to ask, why do I still need to ask? Well, sorry, that's my granddaughter in the back. Because. 
It is your prayer. Incorporated with your faith that activates that which he releases in your life. So you must, you should get into the habit of making requests before God. He wants to do good things for us. And the last part of that scripture. My soul knows very well. And that my soul knows very well. Your soul, Caleb, I'm recording. Can you keep it down? I'm sorry. Now, this is going to be a very ghetto podcast. <laughs> I'm disappointing my son on here. I'm up here. Listen, I'm, I'm having a different conversation with the. I'm sorry, guys. But in, in, in wrapping up, seriously, in wrapping up, in conclusion, as I usually say, Your soul is where all your desires, your feelings, your emotions dwell. So, and that my soul knows very well. When your soul knows God very well, when he knows, when your soul knows the works that he does or performs in your life very well, you are a joyous person. How could I say that? And that my soul knows very well. This directly implies that this person knows God, has a relationship with God. And thus when you are in relation with God and you're trying your best to walk upright before him, trying to walk in love, trying to do right by people. Not only do you know God well, but you also know of his blessings very well. That my soul knows well. So you're not all tormented and tore up on the inside. Where my soul knows very well. And that my soul knows very well. This is a good thing. Our souls must be well with God. And on this holiday, Mother's Day, may your soul be well with God. Enjoy your day with your children, your husbands, your families, your friends. Eat good, pray good, be good. My podcast is probably about an hour by now, so I have to close. <laughs> but listen, it is a beautiful thing to be a woman. It is a terrible thing to commit abortion. The lives, the legacy, the love that you too abort when you end a life. It is sad. So I encourage you to celebrate life. Not to end it. 
we have to take accountability and responsibility and you see I understand predicaments like rape incest my firstborn was born out of rape and when I went to the clinic I went to a Planned Parenthood for help I didn't know where else to go my family was religious you know I didn't know where else to go and the first thing they asked me was do you want to abort no it's a no I'm gonna keep the baby but you were raped I was but I'm keeping the baby So I understand, see, I'm not speaking from a position where I've never incurred hardship. I'm speaking out of experience. My children helped mold me into a beautiful person and woman with God's help. They they went on to, you know, I have two beautiful children and three grandchildren. Look at the lineage I have. My children went on to do commercials and, uh, you know, various projects in the entertainment industry. They're established professionals. I have three grandchildren, a wonderful son-in-law. And my kids are hot, man. (laughs) I got good-looking kids. What you abort is more than life. You abort lineage that can contribute to the rest of the world and honor your family name. And you abort legacy. Because now you have to stand before God on Judgment Day and and you have to explain why should he still let you into the gates of heaven after you killed one of his own just food for thought abortion is wrong you hear that that's my granddaughter she's beautiful she's adorable And with this being said, may you continue to go stronger in the Lord. I hate sounding churchy. I'm sorry. (laughs) And continue to become stronger women. And may you walk in good decision making and in peace. Have a beautiful Mother's Day. This has been Elisa Ann Giles Paul. Okay. <laughs> Here she come. I gotta go. <laughs> Peace, y'all.
for joining Alisa and Giles podcast, where my motto is, you could always be a better version of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before.